0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Confessions of a Working Writer. Uh, I'm Matt Hampton. I'm a working writer in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, working in copy and, and blogging. And I mean, you name it, I do it. Whatever it takes, anytime. So, I, this podcast has taken a shift, and I told you about it last time about me getting in love with with walking on the sidewalk again, and that's what this is about, right? This podcast, Confessions of a Working Writer, is about you learning how I'm falling in love with the sidewalk, with the dirt, with the, like, day-to-day stuff it takes. It's basically you spending a little time with me hearing about my week, I guess. Maybe you pick something up from it, maybe you don't. I don't know. We're not going to try to structure this to to generate, you know, there's this concept we talk about when we talk about creating content. As a copywriter, I hear this all the time, right? Create value. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what the fuck you'd find valuable about this. I don't. It's going to be really subjective. That's going to be you. So I'm just going to talk. And maybe you find something here or there. Maybe a little nugget drops from the clouds every once in a while that's where we are so this is episode one of Confessions of a Working Writer episode whatever of what it loads up under uh, when I go through web hosting because I'm still working out the podcast kinks so Stephen Pressfield the novelist uh, is one of my personal favorite people to listen to to get motivated and he talks about something he has a quote he says stay stupid I like that I like it because to pursue a quest as, as a writer or as an artist, right, or, or any really big audacious goal, and, and understand what I mean by that, I don't mean tiny little episodic goals, right? I, I, I come out of this mixed world of both the arts and entrepreneurship, and I think sometimes in entrepreneurship there's this, like, I have a big hairy audacious goal, what is it? I'm going to have five customers by the end of the year. Get the hell out of here. Like really, five is going to be a stretch. Like, come on. I mean, my my grandfather was never much of a gambler, and I bet he would have gone for way the hell more than five. Yeah, you know? and and when you say I'm going to make it as a writer, or, I'm going to write a novel, or I'm going to do this stuff. This is going to kick your ass, guys. I do it every day. This past week has kicked my ass. That it's been the best lesson ever in staying stupid. And, and what he means by staying stupid, and what I mean by staying stupid, is being dumb enough to think you can pull this shit off. Because you kind of have to be. The odds are stacked against you. They are. I know, I hear it over there right now. Somebody going, oh, Matt, find positivity... Put your intention into the universe, Matt, and it will manifest in front of you. Cool. Go tell that to all the people I went to art school with. Because I'm pretty sure they're manifesting their intentions too. Guys, this is hard, okay? Being a working writer, and I can only speak from that because that's what I'm doing. This is hard work. There's a lot to this. There's no magical, secret, mystery, mental, meditation bullshit that's going to carry you through it. I have probably thrown stuff off of my desk four times in the last week, all related to the novel I'm working on. I've had at least two emotional breakdowns, just fucking tears. And angry, just grumpy feelings like, don't mess with me. Like I'm a human porcupine in attack mode. All in the la- in, in the last week. Right? But I stay stupid. I stay with enough faith to believe that I can pull this off. And I don't mean the faith of a churchgoer, right? The faith of a churchgoer is completely different from the faith that I am having right now, right? I mean the faith of a theoretical physicist. Like, think about that for a minute, right? At its highest level, physics is so damn complex, so damn nuanced, and so impossible to prove that to work in that field, you have to have such pure faith to believe that shit is true. I'm reading a book right now where, where it proves that it's not true and physicists start killing themselves. It's what I do for fun in the afternoons, is read about physicists killing themselves, apparently. But it's true. You have to stay stupid. You know, like, I I'm, I don't know. I'm tired of hearing the, you know, oh, well... You know, everybody made fun of people with big dreams and big goals, and it's not failure; it's a lesson. No, sometimes it's failure, guys. I failed. I'm transitioning a failure right now. Now, moving on from the "stay stupid" idea, stay stupid, my friends. I failed. I did 100 Connections, right? That was my big blog. If you haven't checked it out, you can look it up, 100ConnectionsCharleston.com, right? That was my big hurrah. I quit a job and did a blog. Great story, right? Framed well has an inciting incident leads to the hero's journey, as Joseph Campbell would say. Like, there's a lot there. But I lost my fucking way at the end of it. Oh, suddenly I was, I was, and, I, and I'm 39 years old and I'm talking to you, so hear me out. Like suddenly I was going to be a coach and I learned things and I had gleaned insights and I knew stuff and now I was going to be a storytelling coach and I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> and I'm the guy who came up with the term. Like I kind of built a ver- a verbiage without a definition. That's how you know you're really a writer, when you make up words. I was like the Dr. Seuss of, like, entrepreneurial crap. <laughs> Would you get you in a box? No. So, that's the thing. Like, like I lost my way. I, I suddenly, I came out of 100 Connections. I was writing. I was ready to go. I was doing great. I was going to take a couple ghostwriting gigs or copywriting gigs or something. That was going to pay the bills, right? That was what I was going to do. Here I was going to go. I was going to march forward and one, two, three, four, we got it. Then I met people who were like, oh, you could be a coach. No, you could be a speaker. You need to get out there on stages. Right? I just wrestled with this idea of whether I should apply to TEDx Charleston and talk about that blog. And and I'm not going to because I don't fucking want to. Is I'm a writer. I know. There's a lot of swearing dropping in this one. If you're listening to this with kids in the car, how dare you? Alternatively, good job, because you're really exposing them to the world hardcore right now. Like I don't want to present at TEDx. I, don't, I have no desire to. I don't want to stand up on a stage and go, hi. I almost killed myself. Because that's what I hear in my head, right? Maybe it would be different, but in my head, that's what I hear. I hear this kind of regurgitated practiced speech where I can stand up there and say my lines. And that's just not the damn story. And if you wanted to hear the story, I recorded it like three or four episodes back. On the internet forever. Forever and ever and ever. Mm. But that's the point, right? I, regardless of all this shit, I just lost my way. I was doing these little one-minute motivational speeches because apparently I can throw a cheesy line in 60 seconds. And people clap because that's what they do when they're out someplace and you don't say something that just massively flip and offends everybody. They clap. But I wasn't being a writer. I wasn't putting words to paper. I was figuring out all kinds of amazing shit that I just didn't care about. And I was doing it on the same logic that had kept me in financial services, right? I'll make some money here, and then later I can be a writer. Listen to what I just told you. I left financial services to do 100 Connections, to do this blog, to be a writer. And then I finished it and like a jackass walked right back into the same damn pit I had in financial services running around like building an entrepreneurial empire yeah, I, I built a copywriting consultancy guys, it was not real impressive and it was not a whole lot of fun because I liked the writing part that was it so yeah And you know what I'm doing now? I'm doing 100 Connections again. No kidding. As I'm recording this, I literally just finished the final run on the first of the next 100 Connections. The first ones I did in 100 days because I didn't have other shit to do. These I'm doing once a week. Once a week. So for those of you keeping track, it'll be about one month shy of two years for me to complete 100 connections if I do one a week. Think about that. I have to commit to this thing for two years. That's the writing game. I mean, that's the art game in general, right? Like, we, none of this stuff gets done. Oh, I did it in 30 minutes in the backyard. Yay, I'm good. Okay, rookie, get the fuck out. I know. I, You know, oh Matt, you said you can't say that about people's work. The hell I can't. Okay, I don't know what you're writing for. I know what I'm writing for, and I know it's taking me a hell of a damn long time. So that's, you know, beginnings. It's funny, because this beginning comes with an end. Uh, Someone I served with in the military, uh, he and I had been friends a while back, and we just fell out of touch. Uh, Committed suicide last week. And that hits really close to home because it's something I've struggled with. I don't, I don't blame myself for it, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, oh, if I had been there, now. I mean, I, look, I've been down that path, guys. There's not shit you could have done to help me, and there's not shit I could have really done to help him. That's all speculation, and it's wild and crazy. But you know what people dying reminds me of? Reminds me of the stuff I want to do. That reminds me to get a little stupid. Yeah, just a little stupid. That blind, blatant faith that I can pull this off with no evidence to suggest that I can. Because you have to to sit down and start putting words on a page and to think I'm building a novel or I'm doing this or I'm doing that or I'm going to write a blog and it's going to create value for people and whatever. You have to be a little bit dumb in a world where the internet's gotten as big as is, Look, I'm doing a podcast. There are over 700,000 of these things. I'm, I'm serious. That's a legit number. There are over 700,000 podcasts. I'm in like the top 10% of podcasters because I release an episode a week. The criteria is that damn low. And you know, eh. I'm still doing it. Because I have to do it, right? That's the thing. If you're look, if you're an artist and you're listening to this, or if you know an artist and you're trying to understand this, let me tell you what the difference between an artist, like a really great artist, and then someone who's like needs to get into the attitude adjustment realm real hardcore for their art. I mean, I write and storytell and create what I create, because I have to. It's like fucking addiction. Like, there's no way out of this. I have to do this. I have friends who are musicians who are the same way. I mean, look, they they, they could find other stuff to do with hours of their day. They have to do it. You know, I have to do this. I have to create these things. That's why I keep doing it why I can't sit still. That's why I'm feeling a little under the weather and I can't go lay in bed until I do this shit because I have to. It's a compulsion, right? Maybe it's a mental illness. Maybe that's why, you know, you think about the great artists and you think about psychopaths because I have to do it. I don't know. I don't mind. I love it. That's how I know I'm supposed to be doing it, by the way. Doing this stuff for fortune and fame is the wrong reason. Fortune and fame is way too damn rational to be a legitimate artist. (laughs) It absolutely is. Like, you might make a little money here and there, but it's... Come on. It's way too rational a logic, and it's going to be real hard to stay stupid, because guess what's going to happen? You start putting words on that page, and it's awesome. And then you're going to hit a period where it's tough. I did it in 100 days, right? Day one, awesome. Two, awesome. Three, awesome. By 15, flying high. By day 50, it was getting tough. I hadn't taken a day off in 50 days. I just kept going out and meeting people, writing, 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 writing. Some of them did real well, some of them didn't. I said, I don't want to look at vanity metrics like likes on social media, and yet I looked at vanity metrics like likes on social media. But I, I loved the walk. I, I loved the dirt, and so I'm back in the dirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely back in the dirt. I love it. Because it's where you learn stuff. You learn things being in the dirt and taking the walk. I don't know, if, you, if you're wondering where the, like, crescendo of this is or what the outline from the notes on this are, there are none. I don't fucking know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's going on with me. Maybe you pick something up, I don't know. But goodbyes remind you of the stuff that other people didn't do. Of how temporary and transient existence really is. Sometimes it helps you remember how you lost your way. How you tried to have pep in your step and be fiery. Oh, and I'm going to be so positive. Oh, and I'm like a guru. I'm not a guru. I've figured out a thing or two in my day, but I'm not a guru. I am 39 years old and recording a podcast from my apartment, my two-bedroom that I share with someone else. I've been divorced twice. Like, believe me, I have no advice on your life that you need. But I have stories about what I'm going through. Just maybe, maybe in the shit that I deal with, there's something there that's useful for you. I don't know. And don't get me wrong, I'm not upset. I'm actually feeling really good, even though, you know, even though you lose somebody. Like, I just started a new project. I found stupid again. Like, I really did. I found stupid again. You've got to stay stupid. You've got to. And, and staying stupid is just that state, right? Staying stupid is not about being an idiot. It's not this idea that because you want to be a writer, or a painter, or a musician, or have some big entrepreneurial endeavor, that you're dumb and, you know, just give up. But it is that the rest of the world is going to call you that. And frankly, it takes a little stupidity, a little blind, dumb faith, to think you're going to pull it off. Blind, dumb faith is what guides my hand on the page every day. Blind, dumb faith guides my hand to put words on paper. It guides me to put stuff in front of editors. It guides me to send stuff out. And trust me, if you've never sent writing out, right? If you write like in your journal and you have poems and ideas, then you have no idea how hard-wracking that can be. It's just that simple. So I'm back to staying stupid. Which isn't too big a jump because I was stupid when I wandered right back into the same trap I left. And we're doing the blog again. We're putting words on paper and it feels good. We say goodbye to people and that feels bad, but... And it feels good to do what you're supposed to do. feels good to just do the thing you're meant to do, right? I imagine it's a lot like a fish deciding he's going to swim in water instead of die on the beach. It's crazy, really. That's compulsion. And I love every twisted minute of this existence. It is what it is. Do you have a dream? Think about it, think in your head. Do you have a big dream? Maybe you don't, that's cool. Maybe your big dream is like, I wanna buy a house. Maybe it's something really rational. I'm good with that. It doesn't matter, it's not my dream. But do you have a dream? Do you believe in it? Is it easy to believe in it? Or is it a little hard to believe in it? Do you feel like maybe you have to stay just a little bit stupid? Because I do. But believe me, my friends, I'm going to stay stupid for a long time. I don't want to lose it again. That's the week for me. Goodbyes, beginnings, and staying stupid. Moving forward with that. Little light for the dark corner. A little thought. So, I'm going to head into another week staying stupid. I think we're going to cut it off here. I'm going to go drink some tea. (laughs) lay down in a bed and try to be just a little bit less stupid. I'll probably take a notebook with me into the bed and start writing notes. But, um, yeah, if you're out there and and you're like, the staying stupid thing speaks to you, me too. If, If it really ticks you off and you're like, I'm not stupid, check your ego at the door. And if you're like, yeah, man, I do have to be a little dumb to think I'm going to pull this off. I'm right there with you. I'll make you a deal. You stay stupid. I'll stay stupid. And we'll laugh when we actually pull it off. All right. I'm going to leave it there. I'm Matt Hampton. This is Confessions of a Working Writer. I'll see you all next week.